welcome. I'm Victoria Schneps, president of Schneps Media. And today I'm talking to somebody who does devote her life to an area of our world that I love, and that is fashion. So we are thrilled to have Flora Montes with us, who is the CEO of the Bronx Fashion Week. Welcome. Thank you. You know, I, I, I talk about my organization I created as I had four children and that's my fifth and my sixth. <laughs> so I think you too, you have several children and it's almost like the child you lost was the child that, you know, you turned pain into purpose. Yeah. She's the child that propelled about, I've had 800, 800 plus children in past 10 years. Yeah. You know, we, we all, um, live a life filled with, uh, I think life is filled with pain and purpose. And so, you know, for us as humans walking the earth, that's called life. That's what life is. It's not all a pretty picture, but you know, we, um, I love to take joy where we can. From your early years, did you have a sense of, of purpose or, you know, as a kid, where did you grow up? I grew up in the South Bronx on 135th street. And you know, I was one of those kids. I lived in a housing project. I had a less than stellar childhood, but I always, I always believed there was more, or I always was very, I was a very, I was a child that was very self-aware of her surroundings and what was going on. And it, you know, propelled me to, you know, break those statistics that were set for kids in the South Bronx. Well, you know, I think that looking back on your life now, you know, you're still a young woman, but to see how maybe adversity did propel you. It did. It definitely did. It, you know, there is purpose behind our pain and our struggles. And when I look back, you know, like I said, my childhood wasn't pretty. It was filled with dysfunction and a lot of abuse. But yet those experiences that I'm so, so grateful for pushed me and inspired me to want a different outcome. So those are the things that propelled me to where I'm at now, which I never thought I would be where I'm at now. But those are the things. Well, you know, the uh, life you lead teaches you too. And I know you had an abusive marriage and how, you know, I think now you have the strength to not allow that to happen, not allow to be in a relationship I mean, how did you find your strength? I found my strength through my children. I have a 35-year-old and a 30-year-old that... You look too young to have children that old. (laughs) Nobody on this podcast can see her, but she's beautiful and and looks more like she's in her 30s. (laughs) But they gave me purpose. They showed me the meaning of unconditional love. And they became the reason, Danny and Stephanie became the reason. And even that baby, my daughter, youngest that passed away, Vanessa, they gave me the purpose to want to succeed and build a different ending to the story. You know, I wanted to end a generational curse. And that's, that was the purpose. That was my purpose. So tell me about uh, what you're doing now, because Bronx Fashion Week, how you instituted from scratch. You know, I started my newspapers with one newspaper in my living room with four children. How did you start the Bronx Fashion Week? 
So I started with my last $200 unemployment check sitting in a broken red chair in my daughter's room. I didn't even have a bed. And I literally sat in that chair with a laptop and started reading on Fern Malice. I read about fashion weeks, why they were created, how they were created, uh, the purpose behind them and what they were really meant to do. And I thought about the Bronx and all the you know, the, the stigmas that come with it. Oh, it's, this is bad and that's bad. And I was like, no, there's so much good. Like people have to see the good, the creative minds that come out of the Bronx. I strongly believe, and yes, I will say it, that the most creative and artistic minds come from the Bronx. Hip hop, salsa, fashion, you know, there's a lot of good there. And I wanted to showcase it through Bronx Fashion Week. So what was the first step? I mean, okay, the laptop's in your lap. And how did you get the courage to put it together? And where did you find the designers? Oh, I, I literally put out a call for, for designers locally through Facebook, social media, which I didn't know how to use. And I did. I learned my, my, myself. The network that I had built, because prior to Bronx Fashion Week, I was a chef. And I cooked for a lot of companies for free. And I did a lot of work that was like, I would literally one job, I had $250 and I would have to feed 200 plus people. You know, I was building a network when I didn't even realize. So that network helped me. I would call people up. I need to find some designers. Can you help me? And they literally, they came together and really came through for me. So I found local designers, designers that were from New York City, Manhattan Fashion Week, because when the word got out that Bronx Fashion Week was coming, forget it, it was a buzz. It was interesting. Everyone wanted to know what the Bronx was going to bring. Because at that time, it was just Brooklyn Fashion Week. There was nothing else. So, And where'd you find the venue? I went to the Andrew Friedman Manor. That's where I launched. We opened up and launched in 2014. We had 300 plus people for the three nights that we did it. And it was a success. There was a lot of press behind it. I remember sitting in a room getting dressed and a young woman came in and she said, oh my God, you're the chef. And I said, what? Like, as she said, I just saw your face on the daily news. And they were talking about the chef that's bringing Bronx Fashion Week. And I was like, what? Like, it was, it was crazy. It was, it was a good crazy. It was a very good crazy. And let me ask you, how do you launch these uh, fashion designers once they've appeared on your runway? Have you been able to be involved with their careers? Yes, I have. There was one uh, fashion design. There's many of them, but there's some that stick out. One that she lived in a shelter and she literally told me that she was designing off the floor by hand, creating pieces. And it, we were her first runway and she now has a successful business in Brooklyn and she teaches sewing. We have designers that have never been on a runway at all and always had the desire. They'll be on the Bronx Fashion Week runway. And then the next thing I see them, you know, in the newspapers, Univision, Telemundo, um, New York Fashion Week. And I'm like, wow, they started with Bronx Fashion Week. There's a whole list of names that I can just name off that like Bombasso wear, Nora, who's the lady that I just spoke about that has the business now in Brooklyn. There's so many of them. And I try to stay in their lives as well as the models too. 
So Well, you know, uh, in the fashion world of Paris, they have the same designers over and over again, like Chanel and, you know, Dior and Fendi. So have you had repeat designers for yourself or do you find I, new people at the time? No, I have had repeat designers come back. I've had um, Kiara, who's from the Bronx, who designs beautiful couture. She's been with us a few years. She just actually did this year when we were at the Bronx Library Center and the mall. So we have repeat designers, but we also have new designers. And I try to tap into the new because you have to give these kids and these designers the opportunities that they can't get. And you never know. You just never know. I've seen success happen right in front of my eyes. So well, I think this is a, such a great opportunity for people to uh, build their creative talents into a performance because, you know, people wearing fashion are performers. They are walking in their fashions, right? Also, so I think it's a great gift you're giving the community. It is. And it also, you know, what you wear is, it's almost like your business card. It, it, it builds your confidence, your self-esteem. It, it, you, everything a person wears is fashion. They could wear pajamas. Like I was telling the students last week and I said, you wear pajamas and that's fashion. That is who you are right now. But then you'll put on, you know, something real dressy and something with a brand name. And that is also fashion. So fashion is in everything we do and are. So I love that thought. So tell me a little bit about success. How would you be able to give our listeners some secrets to your success that they can try to catch on to the success you've had? To never give up. I believe in dreams. And you can make your dreams happen if you want it. There's going to be tears. It's going to be hard and there has to be sacrifice. But if you keep going and you never, never, never give up, no matter what anyone says, you have the ability to build something amazing. Um, and also research, do your homework. You know, I don't have a college degree and yet I would Google everything. Google University is, is I stand by. Um, search, learn, network. Your network is worth more. Your net worth, you know. That's a great thing. I love to end on that. Your network is, is worth, worth more than your net worth. I yes. love that saying. Well, Flora Bontis, I am so proud to be interviewing you. She's the CEO of what she created, the Bronx Fashion Week that has had ripples of great fashion through the borough and our city. So congratulations and keep up your great work. This is Victoria Schnepp saying goodbye until next time. Thank you. Thank you.